You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Detroit Lions post-game show from Pride of Detroit via the POD cast is where we're going to get our quick thoughts in coming to you live on Thanksgiving on Turkey Day here as the Lions just a bit short and just a bit frustrating falling to the Buffalo Bills 28-25 about 30 minutes before the final offensive drive of this game I saw a lot of sentiment across Lions Twitter that no matter what you wouldn't be mad with this team You wouldn't be mad with this team. They're putting up a hell of a fight against one of the best teams in the entire NFL. One of the best teams in the uh, entire NFL. And then we fast forward a little bit to that final offensive drive. And boy, the knives came out again. They really did. We'll try to to put this into perspective while also nitpicking a little bit too. Because uh, you you have to do that. You have to. You know, there's great stories to be had on what this means, the big picture. And there's also stories to be had on individual performances as we uh, as you get a little finer in there. Obviously, we're not going to have podcast until probably Sunday at this rate. But let's talk about this game a little bit. The Lions, I thought, played the hell out of this game. And I know I know what I'm going to hear from contingent of fans that nobody wants to hear about moral victories no more. I totally understand that. The Lions had many had several opportunities late in this game to actually beat the Buffalo Bills, and it feels like they just came up a bit short. The Buffalo Bills, to their credit, have been getting away with some 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 stuff against some teams that have just really given them trouble. Like I thought the Browns game, uh, they they could they might have taken an L at some point there. They took L's against the Jets and the Vikings. You caught them at a vulnerable state. But this is still Josh Allen. This is still Stefan Diggs. This is still a team that is very much so ready to beat you. And to their credit, and I know some people just don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear about the moral victory. But think about this. Up until Jerry Jacobs had to leave the game and go into concussion protocol, Stefan Diggs got put in a box. Isaiah McKenzie was the one guy who was really doing some damage out there. Josh Allen really didn't scamper too much out there. Still the leading rusher on the day with 78 yards. And you're kind of boxing up a lot there. But the Lions, I thought, on defense, continue to show a lot of impressive moves. I think none of that is more emblematic than someone like James Houston, which, in case you don't remember, was the seventh round pick, was on the practice squad, did not start the year on the roster, and he racks two sacks on Josh Allen. Yeah. Two sacks on Josh Allen. I don't like making judgments on general managers in the middle of a season. However, if you are of the belief that you want to do some judgment on Brad Holmes, just consider now that all seven rounds, his picks from last year, have now given you game day production. All those picks. If I'm missing someone or I am miscontributing to someone, please let me know. But 
It's impressive the depth that the Lions have gotten out of some of their players. And trust me, they're going to need that depth right now because they are down bad on their depth chart due to a lot of injuries right now. There's a lot of downs being played by Isaiah Bugs. There's a lot of downs being played by by Mike Hughes. There's a lot of downs being played by by <laughs> Coyote Owosika, who came off the practice squad, started most of this game. The, the injury bug is finally starting to bite into the Lions, and they're still showing you that they at least have some guys who can give them a little bit of depth on game day, which is all you can really ask for when you get this deep into the season. I know nobody wants to really hear about moral victories coming off three straight, thinking that you maybe had an outside chance at a playoff game, especially with a probably top five pick from the Rams falling in your lap. But this game was always house money. This game was always about trying to feel good at the end of the day. A few weeks prior, most people, even a few days prior, I think most people, neutral, would have said the Lions get laughed out of their own building by the Buffalo Bills. They didn't. You take that for what it's worth. But I also understand people who might be somewhat frustrated with this game because of how it unfolded near the end in certain parts. Because once again, the Lions have offensive problems in the third quarter that seem to make no sense, including a safety by Jared Goff, who took a play out of a shotgun and then took five steps back, and then the pocket collapsed on him. And then he went down. Maybe it was Jared uh, Jared Goff's 360 no-scope he tried to attempt. Maybe it was Jared Goff's third and one play call, which is getting uh, picked over quite a bit. The decision to try to go deep on third and one on the final offensive play when all you really needed to do was get a first down and keep that drive going and keep denying Jer- uh, Josh Allen time. Maybe it was that Dan Campbell is being very conservative with his timeouts, even though I think the plan was always to put Josh Allen with almost no time left. And to be honest, that almost worked right up until a busted play to Stefan Diggs, who, by the way, Jerry Jacobs was out at that point. So you didn't have your best corner covering him there. That's a lot. That's I I, I totally understand why fans are suddenly frustrated all of a sudden in a game where you really should not be frustrated. Holding holding the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Bills, who everyone thought was going to be nigh undefeated and go all the way to the Super Bowl and just, you know, rack up heads upon heads upon heads. This is the best team in the NFL. Hands down. No questions asked. And they and they they looked immortal against the Lions. And the Lions aren't there yet. The Lions might have beaten some good te- some some decent teams in the three way three game win streak, but they weren't the Bills. They weren't the Bills. This was unreal what the Lions did. But it's also kind of in how they lost it, right? Like it, it if if you don't believe in Jared Goff, there's a lot of red meat in this game to not believe in Jared Goff. Again, that third and one play, he, he was dialed in on, on DJ Shark. If you're a defender of Jared Goff, you say DJ Shark's head should have turned around and seen the pass coming. If you are a believer that Jared Goff isn't the answer to this team, you'll point out that Shane Zelstra was wide open over the middle and was probably the fourth read, but you got to go through your reads if you're an NFL quarterback. Maybe it could be the safety for, for, for Jared Goff. It's not just Jared Goff, too. 
DeAndre Swift is going to continue to get a lot of attention. It was very frustrating, Jay, for DeAndre Swift as he racks up only 19 carries on five yards. And to be honest, even on the one big play he had, the two-point conversion, wide open into that, into, into that side of the end zone. Completely uncontested. I was actually worried he almost threw the ball out of his hands a little too early, if I'm going to be honest. DJ Shark might have gotten you a touchdown, but man, another rough day for him, for the Lions, for the Lions, uh, you know, compliment. And Austin Bryant and and Will Harris, both showing up bad and really inopportune times. There's a lot, there's a lot to be frustrated about. The mental errors near the end of the game really cost the Lions a chance to hang it on the Buffalo Bills. And they did tie it up. And I thought for a while, Dan Campbell's strategy of, you know, not giving Josh Allen time was going to work. And then it didn't. And they kicked the game-winning field goal. I understand that you get frustrated from that. I do. I don't think that's the end for Dan Campbell. I don't think it's the end for this team. It's frustrating. And I think there's a lot of pieces that will get scrutinized once the season is over and we have the full picture. I will say this. DeAndre Swift's star is dimming very quickly. I will say this. Jared Goff, I know he has his defenders, but for most people outside Detroit, they see Jared Goff and they see the problem. They see a problem. It might just be, I, I, I totally get it. He's getting a lot of pressure up front. I totally get it. Some of his, you know, weapons aren't working out. Tough, deal with it. It's the NFL. Like, you, you want to be the most important position on the NFL. You want to you wanna be able to win like this. You, 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 you need a guy to do that. It's a sad, grim truth, but... Kind of need a guy to do that. But again, I like to go back to the positives on this. The Lions played like hell. I know they're supposed to be beyond moral victories, but Dan Campbell said it best. It looked like they have had a lot of growth through this game. And that's all you've wanted from this season, right? Even Dan Campbell, I think he can grow on the timeouts thing. Uh, you know, he thought he could score quick in the first half. That didn't, that's, not why, that's why they didn't really use too many of the timeouts. Fine, whatever. He'll work on that. I will say that Dan Campbell is not getting fired because of his use or lack thereof of timeouts. Overall, positive day for the Lions. I know the end of that podcast there was not very positive, but I think that you take a lot of good out of this game for a team that has a lot still to prove. You hung tough with one of the best teams in the NFL and the Buffalo Bills. And you have winnable games in the rest of your schedule. I think the the road to the playoff is a little dimmed, not just because of this game, but also because the 49ers uh, slammed the door in the in the Arizona Cardinals' face. And the Seattle Seahawks will continue to win as well. We are I'm recording this in the middle of Giants Cowboys, so don't take my word on how that goes. They both have the same record right now. I know we technically have the game on the Giants. We have a lot to break down when we come up on Sunday. We hope you will join us on twitch.tv slash pride of Detroit, where we'll be live and we'll break down everything we've seen from this game and the rest of the season going forward, talking about the future for this team, the future for this season. Two very different things right now, considering uh, any kind of playoff picture versus the growth of the team. I want to thank everyone who's been tuning in for these post-game streams. Uh, it means a lot to me. It's a fun little thing where I keep calling it therapy. And I think after a loss, it really does help a lot of people with therapy. Especially me. We'll wrap it up here. You go enjoy some stuffing. Remember, fresh cranberry sauce, not the canned stuff.
We'll see you star side. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA, the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A.